live. And we actually are like going to be live, you and I. We're not even going to record it. We're just going to go straight to live and let's hit the little buttons and get started with Spirit. <laughs> really liking those outfits that we've put together there's the yoga pants there's the sports bra we have the t-shirts we have the coffee cups we got some nice swag um i'd like to take a shout out out to god all the ladies who have helped us with this uh geez uh olivia and molly um the foreign walk girls who are out there by you that have helped us out um who else yeah. uh Katie, oh my God, young Katie McQuillan. Um, she's been out there. Alyssa down in North Carolina. All of you guys who have sent us pictures. Uh, Jacqueline Dowler. Uh, I've talked to so many people today. And thank you for the pics and we'll keep using them. Uh, we have the yoga pants that we put out. I think people really like those a lot. And what are we doing here today? Well, Sean and I were here last week and we tried to give you the last portion of the ranch was haunted but buddy i think um there's still so much more to talk about don't you yeah agree? no i agree i do um, uh, it's been wild huh it, it was it was a long bunch of episodes but i think here too and oh we have questions tonight too so people have sent us questions from the last episode and did i send you any of those I think you did. Yeah. We, uh, there's some good ones. There's definitely some thought provoking ones. And, uh, just to let everybody know, please be patient with us. We're doing this live tonight. It would have been two or three hours ago, but for whatever mob and for whatever reason, we couldn't get it started. <laughs> yes. No, I, I, not I at all. Know, is it just these episodes that didn't do it with the Colonel? I don't know. It kind of did, right? Because you had such a hell of a time uploading Dylan's part. Yeah, but not like this. We've gone back and forth. No, and no, this has been. But it's working now. Yes, it is, because it hasn't been working at all. Um, no. For all of you, you can listen to the podcast on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, Pandora, wherever wherever ever ever your podcasts are heard you can hear us now um how was your weekend buddy it's it's uh it's been a good memorial weekend how about yours uh, mine has been today was kind of just crazy trying to get everything set up but um i actually went and had crabs the other day i haven't had crabs like maryland type crabs and freak over 10 years easily and I went Where to did a you great go? place on the water out uh, I think it's northeast or something and it was very very nice I haven't had crabs in a while it was weather was beautiful it was great so that I'm very very thankful about but um when we were talking last time it, it, it was a little confusing towards the end but where did we kind of leave off you know, shame on me for not going back and re-listening to the uh, the last episode, but 
I think well, we left we off with me and Rick little, leaving the property. Leaving the property, but I think we were talking a little bit about, I was trying to get out of you and no fault of Rick's, but I was trying to get out of you. And I think it's in one of the questions that we have here today. Um, if I could pull it up. I think this one is from Scott. Scott Coleman asked this. Um, how many times, because it got a little confusing there, because I think people thought that like you got possessed one time or there was one little spirit entity time, but it was more than once. And Scott was asking, how many times while on that land were you actually possessed? Just the two times or three or what? Two times, yeah. The one time with RJ and then the second time with Rick, with Ace. Um, and now there was two visits that Ace and I went on when we went up there. And one of the visits, the first one, was the night that I had the episode at the at the dam where I, I freaked out. You know, when I started the razor, I immediately thought we were being pushed over the edge, like, and I was stomping on the brake. And I mean, it, it was very real. I mean, in that moment, it felt uh, when I came to like I couldn't tell reality from a dream state, so that it felt like something else was showing me what would happen out there, you know. Um, and then it was that night we saw the shapeshifter on the way to JP's property from my property that we saw, I saw the old lady and then we both saw the coyote run from the spot where she was standing because you were looking and that night is when the, yeah, because we were yeah, looking at the was... lights that were following us. Right. And that's when you saw the lady. I mean, it wasn't like the lady was there. She was there one second, and the coyote, coyote was there the next tenth of a second. Correct, so, because I looked at her, and I was ready to... Yeah, I was about to tell Ace. I said, what the hell is she doing out here? Right? Because when we, our eyes are like... You're like driving out of your rear view mirror. You know what I mean? You're staring in your rear view mirror to see this. And it's like, I can't believe what I'm seeing is happening. And then I look forward and I see her and it's like, uh, uh, I'm about to tell him like, what is she doing out here? And as he turns around, that's when he and I both see from where she was standing, the coyote run across the road right in front of us. I mean, I was slowing down prepared to, you know, you're, you're, you're going through all these thoughts. Like, should I ask her what she's doing? She needs a ride. She obviously is lost or traveling a far distance to be out where she is. She's in the middle of nowhere. And so it, it wasn't like I misidentified it. I mean, I saw a person. Wow. Yeah. And then it was the, the second visit with us up there where the second possession happened, where I classify as a possession only because I was completely not in consciousness when that spirit took over. And I know the difference between channeling and, you know, working mediumship where it's, it's a different conversation. It, it really felt like all of a sudden I was in the back seat. Like I wasn't behind my own eyes, if that makes any sense. Do you think that you've had any, um, how do I say this? Since you've moved out of that area, you got rid of that property and all of that since way back. And, um, have you had any more kind of connections to her since then? When I came back from, 
yeah, when I came back from RJ's trip, um, she visited me in the garage. I, I turned to my left and I see a full body apparition of this native, you know, Indian woman in headdress and face paint standing through my workbench, through a solid wood butcher block, you know, workbench. She was through it, you know. I saw her from like the stomach up. Um, wow. And I got really shook up. I went inside, I was washing my hands. And then all of a sudden I started hearing chanting and I started hearing drum beat, right? Methodical, just rhythmic. And I turn again and I just had that chill go down my spine, right? And that coldness. And as I turn over to look, I see a full body apparition of the same person. We're almost face to face. And it's like an instant download of information. It's not a thought. It's not a conversation. It was like a instantaneous, I'm with you. I can be with you when I choose to be with you. You can choose to be with me when you want to be with me. This, this uh, link has been created, right? And what I heard was a part of me lives within you and a part of you lives within me. I mean, and all this takes place with just setting eyes, just like instantaneous information, the speed of thought, right? Yep. Someone is just, I was, I'm sorry, I'm looking down, but people are actually, we're live right now. Instead of recording the podcast, we're doing it live and then put it out. But um, someone, I think it was Cindy who just said, what happens to the soul, the energy of a person who commits, um, who dies of suicide? I hate that word commits. Sounds like Harry Carey. Um, yeah. For me, uh, and I'll let you jump into that too. I did a mediumship session, I would say it was within like the f- first two years I did it. Uh, I think my sister, somebody had referred someone to me whose son had passed from uh, drinking antifreeze to take his own life. Oh, wow. And, um, the most crazy thing about this particular thing was that this spirit literally had written down everything it was doing. When this kid drank the antifreeze, he started to read, he wrote down, felt nauseous, fighting back the urge to throw up. I mean, he did it all the way down till the writing mm. stopped and it said blacking out. And everybody oh. was worried that, you know, you know, the only person I think that can kill a soul would be God or the God force or Chewbacca or whatever you want to call it. Um, we don't kill souls. So that soul can come back anytime that it wants to. And, um, and I certainly don't think that the spirits out there have all, any kind of judgment. They might say, hey, you might not want to kill yourself next time. That's about it. It isn't like you go into a holding cell. Um, I have felt... Um, you know, people that I have been very, very close to in the book, they're not gone. You know, um, there are people who come through me who crossed over from um, taking their own lives and they are happy. They are fine. Um, an angel like no other, which is in the book. Candace was a young girl um, when she died. Very young girl. The most vivacious, happy kid you'd ever want to know. 
But because of the medication she was prescribed, completely whacked her out and she took her own life. But when I pick up on her, she doesn't seem sad. She's not in a holding pen. She's in a, not at, you know, St. Ulysses School for Wayward Girls or anything like that. You know, you go on to the next thing. I don't know about that's the way it is for me when I do sessions. I don't know about with you. That's that way with me, too. It depends on where they are in their cycle. So, you know, if they're in their last cycle and that's the way they leave, a lot of times they move on, right? But if the lessons weren't learned, you know, then it's up to them when they're ready to come back. I think a lot of time or sometimes they're called back, especially with spirit families. And, you know, we, that's a whole nother show that we would, could dive down, you know, Definitely. what's in your soul family, right? And uh, when you're needed, maybe you come back and maybe there's a lesson to learn and from what happened know. prior to. and. They're either memories or they're lessons. And uh, yeah. in the book, while I was working with a, you know, uh, a spirit named Craig, you know, Amy's brother, I didn't feel sadness. Like I didn't feel overwhelming sadness. I felt like, wow, I get to see my sister kind of thing. Hey, how are you? I never got like a lot of people tell me about this doom and gloom. And I don't feel that. I think that there are people on the other side that greet us, whether it be a parent uh, for some people who are very, very lonely, in some cases, it's just been an animal. You know, it was a horse, it was a dog. But uh, we always have somebody, I think, that will greet us on the other side in some capacity. And, uh, and don't yeah. forget, too, while we're talking about this, uh, some of the proceeds from the swag that we sell on spiritualdust.printify.me goes towards um, suicide awareness. And for me to stop saying the word uh a lot. You ever try to stop yourself from saying uh? It's hard. No, I haven't. Think about it. Think about how many times but you, uh, once you start hearing it. I know it. it just, right. and trying me, to gather your thoughts. From me, um, I did it again. Try to do it. You can't do it. But um, I wanted to say something when you were talking about um, spirits, right? Uh, Go ahead, go ahead. For for when you're when you're channeling as a medium, do you also feel it like as in a physical form? Because when I've done some of mine, um, if let's say this is a from an actual incident, someone was murdered, and I saw everything, and I was describing to them the scene. They were the only other person who saw what had happened. They walked into the room later after this person was murdered. And I could feel the splitting pain in my head. And I later found out that he was shot in the head execution style. So like, that's not the only time. So sometimes if, depending on how they crossed over, I feel, especially if it's in a traumatic event like that versus someone who goes naturally. Um, so I don't know if you've, you've had those experiences because sometimes it can be very physical. Uh, you know, it, it just, you feel what they felt in that moment? Um, my experiences with channel, channeling are a little bit different because this sounds really weirdly stupid snobby, but the spirits that kind of selected me in the beginning, I didn't know what I was doing. So it felt more ascended. It wasn't like a, 
a spirit who had died by the side of the road or had died, you know, in 1843. These, if people have ever read Seth or have ever heard of old Chinese, these are kind of higher state beings that do a little more lecturing kind of stuff. Like kind of what happened with you when you stuck your hand in the fire, that kind of level. Um, For me, that's not as scary. I don't know if that answered your question or not, but. um, No, I guess, you know, we're different in that sense that we have, you know, things come through us differently. Like we're two different radios playing a frequency that we're interpreting. Also don't allow a lot of chaos. Um, If something (laughs) feels mucked to me or gunky or nasty, I'm like, sorry, man. Nope, not won't let you through. I've had to do that a couple of times. Um, uh, A spirit that had a very rapey kind of child molesty energy kept trying to force through. I was like, no, man, nobody need to say hi to you today. You know, and if you're saying you're sorry, I'll certainly pass that on, but you don't need to come through. Well, this is a great segue. Did we have a question about protection? Uh, Yes, Trojans. Oh, oh, different protection. I'm sorry. The, I'm sorry. That was a bad no, joke. No, yeah, the other. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was a good bad joke. What's the question? There was a question about protecting yourself when you're in those oh, situations. Um, actually, to tell you the truth, sometimes, the believe it or not, when we're on here, and depending on the energy we do, like if we were doing a certain type of... I will take a certain oil and put it on the outside of the bell and then ring the bell because sound, the vibrations change everything. So yeah, I love it clears the room. Sacred oils or whatever on the bell and then just ring the bell. I always do a quick little prayer. When I'm trying to do a clearing, I will ask um, Archangel Michael. There are many different ways to do this, guys. Um I don't care if you drop to one knee and, and and thank Elvis. Just clear yourself. What do you think? Oh, I agree. You have to set up your protection, right? Um, it's kind of like if you're hosting a private party and there's a list. You can call in the people you want to be there, and then you can set up the people who are excluded, right? So I do the same thing. I have this little saying it's like you know those who are want unwanted unneeded or unnecessary to this conversation you're not allowed entrance right you're you're not invited to this session and so you set those and you can have crystals and you can do bells you know sounds different things to atone right and and to enter in spirits right to usher them in also to clear the energy of the space and i think that the person who is trying to do this they need to find what works well for them like you said like find your special thing that works and then that means it's working here's an interesting one too uh and i agree with you uh, and this is from a detective that i know um as a person who is intrigued by your gifts and the experiences that you guys had it would be interesting to know more of the history of the land and RJ and yours personal thoughts and what changed you guys so much. Because to be honest with you, a lot of people have, there's been a couple of questions here that like 
what about good old RJ? What what actually happened to RJ at the end? Because he didn't survive this much. No, he passed away a, a few months, like 60 days after we had gotten back. And when we got back, we talked about this. He, he was um, freaked out, really, when we would – he was going to do the show with um, Ace, with uh, Rick Gonzalez. He was going to do his paranormal show with him and get the interview of what happened because he was blown away because he was a skeptic. Going up there, he believed me, but he had not, none of his own experiences. He didn't have any firsthand account testimonial of anything paranormal or unexplainable. and. Yeah. He, he was really changed because of the things that happened were so extreme that it would be, he couldn't deny what he saw. He couldn't, you know, it was, it was unbelievable. And those things, those events changed his way of thinking. So when he came back, he was kind of a changed person. We just and, got some uh, feedback. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. But he was uh, he was definitely changed. It was for the better. We did a, a reading together afterwards, and the candle burnt out at the end of our reading. You know, right when I was closing the session, the candle burnt out on its own. You know, and uh, he teared up, and we had a good hug, and he. He didn't want to talk to his parents really, but he tried to explain to them and they kind of believed the whole UFO thing, the Stargate witness, you know, event that we had the night before he couldn't bring himself to talk to them about what happened that night with me and the, what came through because these were conversations that were held private between only him and his mother that he had never told me. And these are dating back when he was a young kid you know like 12 13 year old and all of a sudden his memories are coming through me in another person's voice in a very scary he said authoritative you know like like over you you know what i mean like someone yelling down on you there was a lot of anger you know that was coming through and it, it scared the shit out of him you know it was a very intense moment and it shattered his belief system about what is possible what the other side looks like and you know unfortunately he passed away um not there long after but he had got to finish everything he set out to do in that time he was trying to get out of a, a bad situation in a, a marriage and he got out of that and he was saving money and he was out on his own and and uh he came to that realization of everything about the afterlife. And to me, it feels like there was closure there at the end. Uh, saying hi to Pam Morris and um, Michael Downey. Michael Downey just bought one of our shirts. Oh, did you just fall down? Whoa. Did you, Sean? Did you fall down? Pick yourself up. Brush yourself off. We're up. <laughs> Brush yourself yeah. off. This is uh, the whole show has been about uh, technical difficulties, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. Hello, Michael Downey. And speaking of like weird cop stuff um, or law enforcement stuff, because you and I had talked about that earlier before the show had started. Um, 
I'll never forget, uh, Mike's cousin and I were like family. And um, I'll never forget, uh, it was Prince George's County, Maryland. Um, nothing in the world will scare most police dogs. They, nothing will scare them. Have you ever seen a police dog go at it? Yeah. Yep. So there, I guess they're, and this is probably over 20 years ago, but I guess this is somewhere in PG County, Bladensburg, or something that was like an abandoned house, but people kept hearing they heard glass breaking and noises. So the cops went over there, and it's one of those older homes where there's an opening on this side and an opening on this side, and the cops go up, and they can hear something. Crunch, 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 crunch. And they go, all right, you got to stop. Freeze. Just come on down the stairs. We know you're up there. Crunch, 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 walk, 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 glass break, crunch, crunch, crunch. All right, we're going to tell you one more time. We're going to just send the dogs up. So they already had canines with them. So I, I don't know enough about it. I think there's two dogs, one on one end and one on the other. The dogs go up halfway, whine and stop. They just whined and stopped. And you could still hear yeah. glass crunching as if somebody's walking on it. So... The guys go up the stairs, shine their lights, and pull their guns out and go freeze, and there's no one in the hallway. Nothing. There's no, there's just, just the hallway. There isn't a closet. There isn't a bathroom. It's just a straight down hallway. Not that long, maybe 13 feet from one end to the other. Not that long. You know, you go up like that, you no. can see. Um, so, you know, this is the kind of stuff we'll be yeah. talking about on spiritual deaths, both the, uh, Sean and I's different activities, the stuff we do. Uh, if you have been following us at all, or at least on the storyline, we, we may be at the social in Westchester soon. Uh, it was built on a crematorium, I think, in the late 1800s. And as you've seen, some of the wait oh, staff cool. have already put it up already, have already bumped into whoever is in there. Um we have some plans, both Sean and I, for Arizona as well. Uh, we will be doing a show out from Arizona. I think, I guess, if you ain't the doghouse and I ain't the doghouse in, Jul in July sometime. Um, All right. So, um, and, uh oh, hold on. Oh, wow. I think I'm going to cry. Remember I was talking to you about... Um, uh, my friend Mike's uh, cousin, who was a police officer. Well, one of my dearest, closest friends was his brother. And today would have been Tommy mm. Pappas' birthday today. I didn't know that. I've forgotten all about oh, that. Man. No, man. Happy um, birthday, Tommy. Huh? Yeah. Tommy's probably one of those deaths that everyone's got that death in their life where that one person dies within the group, and it seems like all the shit gets blown up. Just everybody just kind of, that's that one death that kind of just rocks everybody everybody's world. But thank you for reminding me about that, Michael. That is a good memory to have. Um, for you, um, well, we've talked about this, you know, we've been in the car and the truck and talked about it. When was the first time mediumship came up for you? Oh, man, that is a story. I think I might need to get a drink of water because it was kind of profound. 
what, man? I didn't ask. Do you I have like thirty that. seconds? All I asked was for a little story. I didn't ask for you to have to go get right. a drink of water, make a fried egg sandwich. It's just a story. Yeah. Go uh, get your I water. was in kindergarten. All right. All right. Be right back. Please, folks, don't go away. While he goes to get a drink of water, I'll continue like I act like I know what I'm talking about. Now, all of you, thank you for who have been listening for these last five. This is episode six. Um, for listening and supporting us. We are waiting also on a Gettysburg story that I can't wait to do. Lisa Miller, if you ever watch this, please get back in touch with me. Um, someone just sent me. Do you have extra large in the yoga pants? Yes. There are all kinds of sizes. We did our research. So there are plenty of sizes. We are very specific about the colors and stuff, but there are plenty of sizes. Extra large, double XL, all of that. So check it out. Oh, I hear somebody stumbling back. Um, so give me your quick little medium ship thing. I'm back, buddy. Oh. So tell us about the mediumship thing, buddy. All right. Well, the first experience I had uh, was in kindergarten. And in this kindergarten room, there was a bathroom in the classroom. So if you had to go to the bathroom, you would go in there. And I would go in there and these different colored lights right i mean you could see through them but they were each one a different color they were all different personalities male female older younger all pretty nice i considered them like i guess you could say friends and i would talk to these orbs and one day the teacher mrs white i remember her name knocks on the door pump 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 sean who are you talking to and one of them this reddish see-through light says we have to go now and we're not going to be able to talk to you anymore and the next day i go to the bathroom they don't come nothing um so yeah that was like my very first experience it made more sense later after many 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 experiences happened um why they weren't able to talk anymore. Wow. Um, my mediumship, basically for me, had been a combination of voices talking to me and channeling, uh, but very gentle. Um, like, uh, Can Candace was in the book... Uh, they're not gone. Candace was a young child soul. So she was very dancey, bubbly. She was like draped all over me. I could feel her. Hmm. Um, and she did her best. She seemed like such a kid because she was trying to perform for her mother. And her mother, Matthew, I said, you know, you're going to be in front of thousands, many, many thousands. And she goes, what? I go, you're going to be in front of thousands. And, you know, Matthew looked at me like I was crazy. Um, but a few months later, she was in front of thousands talking to Congress about 
preventing suicide in children who are being diagnosed the wrong medication. You know, um, and that's when I realized that I was doing something that was really cool, something that was important, something that was important to me, something that made me wake up, get up in the morning, do it, love doing it, shaking hands, uh, make a little money, make a lot of money, didn't matter, just get out and F and do it. Um, that was the first time I realized that this is really what I was supposed to be doing. Um, I have been distracted many times, as you know, through the years. Um, this has probably been the first time with the podcast, you and my work, that it's kind of all within that spiritual realm. You know, before it's, you know, I've been over here, I've been over there, but this is kind of keeping it all in the same bubble. And um, it keeps me focused. Yeah. I like this. I like the podcast work. I like working with you. Um, I don't know what I this like is all too, about, though. but I keep, I don't know about you, but I'm having a lot of synchronicities lately, meeting certain people, yeah. hanging out with certain people. I mean, from even meeting therapists, you know, I have met some really wonderful people in the healing community in the last four months. You know, um, it just has been. You got to get your ass out here. Uh, man, I can't wait. You have to show me around. Take me all to these cool spots and, you know, we'll do a little bit of a investigative work out there. Um, I, I think, yeah, that is going to happen. Um, it's so crazy when you're out. Like when I'm out in Arizona, there's a different kind of haunted, I feel. Um, yeah. Out here, it's like there's history to it. Like when we talk about you being on the land and you talk about the spirits that are on the land, I got that feeling too. When I'm out there, when I was just out, I felt that, um, when I'm here, it's almost like watching a movie. I feel like I'm seeing, like I saw a woman. I was, um, where was I? I was in Northeast and I was talking to a woman that was there and she goes, what do you feel about this place? And, I just kept hearing presidents and I said, there's somebody who used to work with Taft or something here or met mm. with someone here. And lo and behold, evidently there were presidents that met that da, 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 blah, blah, blah. And the woman I was seeing that was all dressed in white was the daughter of someone that was off wow. to the right, just like dancing out in the field where they would have that get together. And so I tend to see things more temporal. So I like that. I like that aspect. What are you drinking? Yeah. Uh, it's a Pacifico. You know, you don't see Cerveza, me come on here you know, and start popping beers. Man, you know, maybe you, know, you should. They, maybe we'd have less technical difficulties. You know what? I, I Maybe. <laughs> um, hello, Mr. Justin. I forgot that we had gone live here. And and those of you who are joining us yeah. throughout the day, night or whatever, through the next couple of days, we had to do it this way because we couldn't even get on. So we we're finally on here, but now I can download and put up the podcast portion later. Uh, please. How many hours please, did it take? Hours. If you go to my email address, if you go to rickywood.net, just send any questions that you have there. We will get them, and Sean and I will split them up. Also, anything you'd like us to talk about, if there was a topic you really want to hear about, 
whether it's mediumship, whether it's channeling. Remember, I don't say this to be mean because I'm not being sexist, but y'all know that most of these kind of shows are filled with a lot of pretty women. Now, Sean and I are very pretty in our own way, but I think we're like the first two guys that do it this way, you know, because it's right. been kind of more of a female world. People are going, no, it isn't. What about John Edward? No, I'm just telling you what we said. This is from a guy's perspective, our own little stuff. Um, yeah. We only try to be fluffy when we have to. Adam Reese is on well, here. You know the difference. Um, you know the difference when you're channeling with a, a female client versus when you're channeling with a male client. Oh, this ought to be get what good. I'm what? saying? Like, well, I'm just What's saying, like, sometimes men want to hear it from a man's perspective, but females sometimes want to hear a man's perspective, right? Like, you and I are very um, straightforward and more blunt, right? Which is sometimes different than, like, working with a female medium talking to a man and a female medium talking to another woman, sometimes I would say maybe softer. I don't know, Sean, you're a pretty soft guy. Um, (laughs) You you can still be blunt without. The only time I think I'm blunt is if spirit comes across that way. Uh, I try not to be too much apple peaches, pumpkin pie, like, you need to honor that part inside of you, which is agreeing to the part of your soul that had a twin flame before it was right. soulmate. So if you can bring that into your futuristic presence right now and honor all of those things, then you can move forward into a place of agreement. If I ever sound like that to you, please slap me across the face. I know exactly what you're saying, yes. So, I, I try not to take ourselves too seriously in this, but this is fun. You know, I, I, I enjoy it. Yeah, it is. Um, and you guys we... have asked, I think someone was, I'm sorry to interrupt, but we will be doing transcription, that kind of stuff for these shows. So uh, as soon as we get that under wraps, I will put that out. Um, I'm trying to get closed captioning done correctly, but that's been a pain in the butt. And, and, and really, guys, thank you for being patient with us. This has been a process for us. We're only, what, six episodes in? I think so. Six episodes in, and we are proud of what. Yes, and we are proud of what we have done so far. And I gotta say, man, this clothing swag thing we have going on—if you want to be cool, I guess you need to go to the store, man, because stuff has been selling. I mean, you know, I guess if you're gonna be at the beach and you don't have your spiritual dust beach bag, you might get left out. No, we got some people down on our Hope Authority order. So, uh, and uh, Karen yeah, McGuire was one of our shirt. winners. They came in. What? All right. Congratulations, yeah. Karen. Karen won um, a tote bag two weeks ago. And I will tell you guys this, but you have to pay attention. If you comment on these shows, we will pick at random one of those comments to win something off the catalog. But you have to comment. We had all these people hitting like. I had like 72 likes and nobody commented. And Karen like put in, oh, this is neat. And I went, well, you win. So it was like, the, <laughs> it's not a hard contest right? to win. All you have to do is comment. Uh, yeah. Even ask a question, right? Wouldn't that count? 
Mike Mike Downey's on here going, my shirt just shipped today. Okay. Um, oh, there's baseball cap on there. And there's a larger, this I think is what, like an eight, 10 ounce mug. The yeah, this tall is a small black, mug. There's a big mug. Yeah, this that one's 15 ounces because Christine Hallman needed more space for her coffee. Um, okay. I'm sorry, I'm looking down at this phone because people are on the Facebook feed asking questions oh, while we're on the YouTube questions? feed. Well, if you hold on, I'll go look. Damn, man. Get online too, you know. <laughs> Get online too. Oh, there we go. Oh, we already heard that. I think this is from Kristen. How do you decipher, Kristen's asking, how do you decipher between a good boogly loose, good spirit, or a bad spirit? Go ahead. Oh, you, you know right away. I mean, it's there's not a lot of... I mean, you can get tricked, obviously, but I mean... For me, it's, you know, right away, there's just a different feeling when you're dealing with something. And if you think that there's something not right about it, then there's definitely something not right about it. It's kind of like a instant feeling, right? Like a gut feeling, like, uh, no, we're shutting this shit down right now. You know, when something else comes through that's negative, you, you feel that even if it's trying to be positive, it's, it's coming from another place, a, a more darker, sinister kind of malevolent place so in order to uh, I guess you just trust your instincts you just know right away there's a book that I'm gonna I'm gonna hold up here it's called what is light body it was a book that was referred that I get like 10 years ago 12 years ago and it's channeled by this woman and it's like Archangel Michael Metatron all of this but I love some of the decrees in there. They're very powerful. So for people who ask, how do you protect yourself? There are prayers in here that I use to, I am going to a home, not, I think, right outside of Logwood Garden next week to clear. And this is what I take with me. Um, a person had, um, I think, was either died or was murdered. I don't know which. I'll find out. Died or was murdered in the home, so I'm going to clear that home. Um, so yeah, I'm sorry. I just kind of brought that up. No, I, I, um, yeah, I hear the latter of the two. That's for sure. Mm. I'm look. I'm looking again to see if there's another question. Okay. There's probably it's a few me. good questions in there. Was there anyone in our families, meaning you and I, who had um, spiritual gifts, so to speak? I'll let you go first. Not that I know of. Um, if they did, well, I guess I shouldn't say that. Um, if they did, they didn't talk about it as uh, maybe they were pretty religious. So I think they tried to keep it under wraps, if you know what I mean. 
So mm. I do believe that there's a, a line that comes from my side that definitely possesses that, but the older generations wouldn't talk about it, you know, just out of some religious belief. So they had the gift, but they didn't maybe fully exercise or use it because of, you know, their beliefs. Well, my mother comes from like an Afro-Latino portion of Ecuador where it's, um, you have a lot of Sanaria, Catholic, all these different religions mixed up. Um, so that is kind of, to me, that's almost spookier than the normal Catholic religion. Um, mm -hmm. oh, but, yeah. you know, Santeria, um, for sure. my, um, my mother was doing stuff back then that I didn't even realize what was going on, you know, and my mother was a big believer in good and bad luck, almost to the point that it was bad. <laughs> it was like, you couldn't do this. You couldn't do that. Um, but yeah, man, that was nuts. I don't, I don't believe in that. It's a uh, bad luck, right? I don't have superstitions of bad luck. <laughs> the only superstitions we have is every time we try to do a podcast and something won't come on. Boy, I'll tell you what. Every time it is something and it's something different. It never seems to be the same problem twice. It just, I mean, we were two hours and 40 minutes into this when we decided to give up, right? And we just said, F it. <laughs> we're not. And I said, I said, one more try. One more try. <laughs> and what did you say? Even if we get it working, I don't even know if I'll have the energy to want to oh, do it. Oh, I, I was so frustrated by the time that we finally got on. I just said, F it. I was just like, you know what? But then I was like, fuck it. Just let's do it. I mean, let's do it. Um, I mean, we made a commitment to do these shows and to get them out there, right? And to keep up with it. And it's real easy sometimes to just want to give up and not push through the, the shit in the muck. In right. The, and, you know, um, you, and I'm a <laughs> I can't believe I'm saying this, but, you know, I have my attention spans all messed up. So it's like I have to stay focused. And when this is like not working out, I was like, I had to stay in here in front of the computer for an hour going, why is this not working? Um, I would say and yes, someone just shows, goes, you're a perfectionist. Um, are you guys going to do more stuff like Old West kind of ghost stories? I would say yes. Oh, for sure. We can do that. Yeah. Yes, we will. Um, we are not, we are not biased against ghost locations. So they could be from anywhere. And, yeah, um, well. and I'm sorry to mean to interrupt you. We're both exhausted. We're just kind of mumbling through this. Um, did you have a question? I'm sorry. Hold on. I have one more here. How did the two of you meet? Do you want to take that one? Sure, buddy. Uh, it was at the territory event for the CBD um, get together, right? It was, it was called something like a CBD meetup. All these different companies that had CBD products were invited out to territory dispensary. I think they changed their name. They're in Gilbert, Arizona. We had a booth there, Justin and I, 
and uh, deeply rooted, right? Our company, and I wasn't even supposed to be there that day. I was sick as a dog, you know what I mean? Like, I had a temperature of 103, it was a sinus infection or something like that, upper respiratory, I don't know what it was, but it was hell that day, and I remember it was hot. I remember it being a, a hot day, and you came to the booth, and I immediately felt a connection with you, just boom, right away. And we exchanged information, and you liked our products, and, and I hit it yeah. off from there. We, uh, we, that's right. We started up our our own line of healing CBD products through you. We still have them. Um, yeah, Cannabis Team USA, right? CT Wellness. Yep. And it's funny because um, <laughs> I've learned so much from those Cannabis Team USA days and all of that. And, and you went through the same stuff with Deeply Rooted, you know. Um, yeah. Some of those mistakes that we made with the Deeply Rooted CTW stuff, we it's helped us figure out where not to fuck up on spiritual dust stuff. This is a completely yeah, no, different ball game um, to do that. And yes, guys, please keep sending me those emails and questions. Someone's like sending us like, have you ever been down here yet? No, keep sending them. They're like, have you been down right. to, uh, I guess it's, uh, you send this part over there by uh, the Baltimore Stadium. I don't know what that is, but yeah, keep sending us. We'll look over all of this. You know, keep them. I got to keep episodes. I got a question for you, Rick. What's that? I got a question for you. Have you ever had spirit come through or spirit so strong that you felt like you were either lost control or were losing control of your mediumship? Um, no, the, I have always had gentle but I was exposed to it a little differently than you. Um, yeah. I don't well, like... That's a um, episode right there. I remember, I think it was... God, it was probably about 19 years ago. Um, these beings that were more Celtic in origin were talking about Amy and I, to Amy. Mm. Um, and that was like 19 years ago. And it was very gentle. It wasn't forced. It was almost therapeutic-like. Um, most of the spirits that I have talked or have talked through me have always done it in a way of education. It hasn't been from a temporal moment. Like you, when that woman was like, she was all freaked out because, oh, my God, I'm in a human form again. These right. guys feel like, ah, exactly ain't no big was. deal. It's just what happens. Right. Um well, yeah, I was. There, there's definitely different hierarchies, isn't there? Uh, yes, as far as where spirit is. has evolved to, and when they've, when they've evolved to that intelligence and to that level of intellectual like telepathy, is it's not a shock to them. It's it's like being born, right? When I mean, you come out into this world, and all of a sudden, you're in a cold environment. You're naked and afraid and screaming for your life, you know, and that's kind of. That's what it felt like, you know, when she came through me, it was like a what the fuck moment. And it took a little bit, right, to kind of get ground, you know, and that's what the revisit. And then the, the second possession was more, 
it was like, well, now I get to do what I wanted to do through human form again because I hadn't allowed myself to cross over. And I mean, we're talking for a span of 800, 900, right. 1100 years in that state. Some of the uh, beings that I've talked to through my work, they seem like, um, they just seem like they've done it before. I guess that's the best way for me to put it. Yeah. So, um, and now somebody's going, God, you guys should just do an episode on just this. I go, we will. We're looking for any kind of input you'll give. You think it's just, we should just do it on mediumship or do it like this or do it like that. Please. What I was the it. soonest you've ever uh, uh, contacted or done mediumship work with a spirit who's crossed over or who was recently deceased or um, taken their own life or murdered? AP Morris asked me, Amy asked me the same thing. And um, what I said when they, she was writing the book was that uh, I tell most people, wait at least a month, especially if something tragic happened. Hmm. Um, like if somebody was, you know, if they had been murdered or pushed off a wagon, something like that, I'd say give it about a month. I, I've had people try to call me when people have died within a, in a, a week, three or four days. And it is the most, especially if it's a tragic death, it's too much of a chaotic energy. They don't know which end is up yet. They need a few days. That's that's how I would answer that. I'm get one more question, and then you and I deserve a break. Oh, Vicky, we're glad that you get to catch up with us. You should back, catch up with us often. Um, we are going to do the uh, Spiritual Dust podcast every week, but you can watch the video version either through Facebook when it comes up or through YouTube. So please follow us there. Um, thank you for being patient with us today. This is just kind of our little recap of what we've been doing for the last four or five days. Uh, or four or five episodes, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> this episode felt like four or five four days. Four or five days, it? I know that. Um, and thank you for the communication. You guys think we do. We, we read your stuff. We look at your stuff. We love your stuff. Please start, you know, send it to us. And all of you sweet people out there, I mean, we got nice people, like, putting on our outfits and stuff and sending us yeah. pictures and... We have uh, um, Molly and um, Olivia, and I think the roommate. And we'll be doing some shots for us out by your way. So, and then I'll be uh, North Carolina. We'll get some shots done there too. So anybody who gets this stuff, if you send us a picture, a decent picture of you in it, we will send you something, a great little coupon that you can use next time. It will be great. So if you send us a picture, mm. do that. On behalf of myself, Mr. Rosa, thank you very much for listening to Spiritual Dust. We will be back next week with a brand new series of stories. So God, I hope. All right. Say goodnight. Say KC. 
All right. Good yeah. night, buddy. And um, shout out to our friends down at Little Mesa Cafe, who are, were our many sponsors for this show and last week's show. Um, Matt, if you're listening, man, got to get some scrapple in there, brother. Well, I think you're going to have to send it. I think I'll, we... I'll make sure uh, we get it done. And somebody's here going, oh, sponsorship? Yes, you can contact me at bchboy at rickywood.net. bchboy at rickywood.net. We're new, so it's cheap. But I, we I think are that list is long, right? I know. We're getting a lot. Of, but we're starting to get more listeners all the time, so I'm okay with it. So thank yeah. you, guys. What's what's What? What's next week? What's next week going to be about? I don't think we need to tell them that. Oh, okay. Actually, I thought, I thought I might want to give a little teaser. I don't know. See, it depends on timing. If we can get in to see Gunner at the social, we will talk about the social next week. If Lisa Miller ever gets a hold of me and that's a legit story, we may be talking about Gettysburg. But don't worry. Between you and I, we will have something wonderful and exciting. All right. Sounds good. Good night, everybody. Enjoy the rest of your wonderful Memorial Day weekend. And thank you for all the input. Take care. Good night.